people think that, man, like, you know, tired is a good training session. Exhausted is a good training session. Like yeah. that person should feel like they can do more once they walk out of the gym. Right. But like 90% of, of fitness professionals aren't doing that. what i left in your uh headphone case the other day at the gym have you not opened it yet oh you took it out though <laughs> what are you talking about yeah get the fuck out of here because you left it you put it in my bag didn't you at the gym the pregnancy uh, test no that was jess you put the you didn't put the pregnancy test in here yeah i did at the gym no do you have another pair of dre beats no Bro, I put the. I swear <laughs> Dude, to God, you I, did not put yeah. the. You did so, not put the. Pregnancy there's been test this floating there. pregnancy test at the. Damn, you got some new headphones, bro. Oh, there we Holy go. Holy shit, he was waiting for us to notice. And a new mic, yeah. yeah he's, he's smiling. He's he was just staring good. at you like this. <laughs> just wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> no, so there's been this. Uh, Jason went to the Dollar Tree with my clients, Jason. He went to the Dollar Tree and bought a pregnancy test, and he. What he put it in your bag or something? Gave no, it to he you? just gave it to me. He just handed it to me. He said for next time, and uh, and then he, this guy put it on my laptop. So when I came to on my break, it was just sitting on my laptop. And then the next day, Jess put it in my bag in this little zipper pocket. So I went to grab my headphones and I was like, "Why is this in my backpack?" So I know this dude's fucking with me, but I literally went inside his Herschel bag, unzipped dude, his headphone. I I promise you, Steph, going through your shit. Maybe I, I there's literally yeah yesterday I did this yesterday yeah literally before I or no no, no Thursday because that's when I found it in my bag I'm surprised <laughs> I didn't say anything to you on Friday yeah, so I went in there and I unzipped this and I like put it in there zipped it up put it back in your bag I was like laughing by myself in the office <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna I was say like, did God, somebody see you do it no nobody oh. and even if they did why would they like somebody really likes you don't fuck with Theo yeah, don't fuck with him <laughs> stupid. Bomb. What is it? Kona coffee. Oh yeah, hella good. So is this uh, Starbucks peppermint mocha? Fuck. With seven pumps of fucking sugar and eight. Eight. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> it's like five. Do some people actually get like they'll get like seven seven pumps of of coffee, which it's is crazy. Yeah. Or seven pumps of syrup or whatever it is. Yeah, the so vent, then they the then they five. turn their then they turn their coffee into fifteen hundred calories. Well, yeah, this I mean, obviously, I get the sugar free stuff, so it's not bad. But that's what's crazy is like, hey, there's a weight loss tip: <laughs> go sugar free. Yeah. <laughs> and then people get pissed about the chemicals and they say oh, that all these artificial sweeteners are bad for you, which have been proven in studies that they're not. Um, you are having chemicals and sugar. Like, how is that not worse? Right. At least I'm having real sugar. It's like. On top of all the bullshit, like, <laughs> yeah. at least you're getting fat. Like, body composition is more important than a couple chemicals in your body. Fuck. Even bananas have chemicals in it. All right. What is, uh, Let's do it. <laughs> rule number one of podcasting, don't whisper in the mic. It's, dude, it's just too much in my ear right now. <laughs> These headphones. Like, in your head. Yeah, man. Like, I used to have this, man, I little throwback story if anybody from fife high school is listening you know miss grob miss grob she was she was 
don't do that. <laughs> it's not grab, it's grab. She's a super, super nice lady, but she was probably, I mean, she was in her 50s for sure when I was there. But And she was clearly, uh, like, older, but for, like, there was this weird thing about her where she was, like, she had, like, this, like, sexual attraction that nobody can deny. Yeah, it was weird, right? So she would, like... She would like come and say good job to you, but she would whisper it to you, but you could feel her lips in your ear. Like that's how close she would whisper to you. And everybody knew like the Miss Grob whisper. And it was like the craziest thing ever. You're going to get this lady in trouble now. Bruh, no, she was, <laughs> she's sweet, man. I think she retired actually. Dude, everybody like, she's so dope, bro. So look, we had, I had her class and she made us write a letter to ourselves in five years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I just got it back in the mail like a few months ago. And my dad like, called me it was funny he called me he's like hey you got a letter from five high school i opened it there's like some pictures and stuff and i think it's just some stuff that didn't make it to the yearbook so they send it back to you and i'm like what the hell so i'm like i look at it and it's pictures i put in there and it's like me and my boys at the beer pong table trying to act hella hard we're all wearing white tees like flipping off the camera and stuff hella funny like me and one of my exes it's like all these pictures my dad this clearly was not for the yearbook first of all (laughs) but then there's like a three-page letter i wrote to myself talking about like just like stepping away from all the bullshit and, and, and partying and the negative people in my life. And I like call out people and then I call out people who I want to stick around and like what I need to become and shit. Like, dude, it's crazy. Did you I, end up getting rid of those people that you, yeah, 100%. Yeah, that you 100%. cursed? It's crazy because I don't even remember writing it at all. It's probably high. I thought you were going <laughs> to take a turn and say, I missed when Miss Grob would whisper. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I missed that too. It's crazy, bro. If anybody, like, I'm going to get messages from five people and be like, totally, and I'll show you yeah. guys. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so we're going to do a Q&A today. Um, for anybody who is um, out there who wants to ask questions, I actually just added a new page to my website. If you go to boomboomperformance.com and you click the podcast link, there's literally a player that you can run through and play all of our episodes. Um, and then there's a side bar little uh fill out form that says ask boom boom and you can literally ask any question you want and it'll get featured on the podcast and i get an email directly to me so i'll I'll shout you out and try to answer back via email if i need to too if it's a more complicated question so get on there and feel free to ask us anything literally i think you can literally go to boomboomperformance.com backslash podcast and you should go right there so so that's a dope little thing but let's let's get it going i know the first one's a big one so we'll we'll go in depth with this yeah so the first one is from nika she has a question about sodium intake. Um, a few questions, I should say. I'm glad uh, I'm not reading this. Because this is <laughs> and I haven't read this, so I don't know. Uh, long. Uh, what is the max? So I'm going to read them all first, and then maybe we can go through them. Yeah. Okay. So what is the maximum amount of sodium consumption per day? For example, my fitness pal automatically set a limit of 2,300 milligrams of sodium per day. There were a couple of days where I went over my sodium consumption, but calories and macros stayed on point. And I still saw results at the end of the week. Would I have seen a bigger result if I had stayed below the automatic amount my fitness pal set me? Also, does sodium consumption vary person to person? Or is sodium or is the sodium limit the same as the calorie limit? It takes thirty five hundred calories to gain one pound of fat. Um, so first and foremost, I'm gonna answer one of the latter questions, which is yes, it does vary person to person. That um, question was long as fuck, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I, I know. By the time he got to the third question, I forgot the first I mean, well done, but damn. I forgot I where we started. I don't even know what I was reading. <laughs> uh, so uh, I would say, too, like, my fitness pals, like, numbers is just, they're not very good. So don't get, 
so set on the calorie intake, the macro intake they provide. Their their carbs are usually way too high. Their fat are usually somewhere close to where they should be. Their protein recommendations are way too low. Their calorie recommendations are usually way too high. So it's really it's really hard to really gauge. I always tell people like ignore that and just focus on what I tell. So the same goes with sodium. So with sodium, 2,300 milligrams was her recommended. I don't think that's a bad amount of sodium. That's a good amount of sodium. Um, if you go over that, that's fine too. I know I'm over my sodium intake on my fitness pal by like a thousand every single day. And the funny thing is, is, and this is probably her case too. She doesn't realize like, so like Frank's hot sauce, for instance, I don't add that into my fitness pal because it's zero calories. What's the point? There's a shit ton of sodium in yeah. there, right? So I'm probably 3,000 milligrams over. So I don't think there's there's really no – like. and here's the thing too is she trains six days a week. When you train that much, you need sodium. You need electrolytes. That's the only way your muscles are going to hydrate properly. Right, your right. pH balance, your electrolyte balance is going to be in check. Um, your sweat, you're drinking a lot of water. Like That's going to be key. So I actually like – if somebody's not consuming that much sodium and they're an athlete or they're training that frequently, I'll tell them to add – salt to everything they eat because they need it you know what i mean um so and here's the thing the the main point is is keep your sodium around where it's at so if you're consistently hitting 3000 milligrams that's going to be a good range for you if you're consistently hitting 4000 milligrams that's going to be a good range so what will happen is and like she said, her results stayed the same because she hits the same sodium probably because she's eating the same foods over and over again but there are some people that'll come down. I'm sure you've heard this a lot, Theo. Like I went out to eat, I did whatever. And like, I woke up and I'm like three pounds heavier. I'm bloated. Like, did I gain fat? And it's like, no, you probably retained water because of the high sodium intake. Yep. And then they associate high sodium with being bad. bad yeah. Um, also Mrs. Dash and all these salt-free seasonings and shit out there, like make it seem like sodium is bad. And, and it's not the, the thing that happens is Monday through Friday, we're pretty much eating the same typical schedule, right? We're eating the same food. So our sodium, let's say our sodium intake's around 3,000. Then we go out to eat and they put salt on everything they eat. They have their own, or cook, they have their own uh, seasonings usually. They have their own sauces, which have more. And a lot of the foods that they store in their fridge or anything are actually dumped in more salt too to preserve it for longer. So, and, and the thing is, is if you're making stuff at home, if you're, if you're doing home cooking or if you do meal prep, you're probably not going to go over... On your sodium right yeah. because if you're sitting there and you're putting salt on whatever you're cooking right you're probably not going to dump a shit ton of salt you're right. probably cooking with olive oil or coconut yeah. oil or something like that to where it's pretty much impossible unless you're a freak of nature and you just want dump you salt. know a salt lake on your yeah. <laughs> on your chicken breast you know what i mean like well so and that's the and, the, and you know what like certain like i have a really high sodium uh, intake because I'm bad with like condiments. I love a lot of seasoning. I love a yeah. lot of sauce, a lot yeah. of ketchup, a lot of Franks, like whatever it is. And those are all high salt. But here's the thing. My body, the body is so good at regulating salt balance that after a couple days of having that, it'll, it'll regulate that to its normal basis. Yeah. So what I was getting to is like, if you go out on a Saturday and you go eat and then Sunday you're a lot heavier, well, you didn't go eat an extra 3,500 calories to gain a pound of fat. You just ate a thousand extra milligrams of salt. So your body retained a little bit of water within a couple of days. It's going to wash right off. Right. Now, if you jumped up your salt intake by a thousand and you kept it there for three, four days, your body would regulate. And then that would be your new norm because it happens pretty quick. And that's why like playing with salt intake during uh, like bikini shows or physique competitions is just a bad idea because your body regulates it so well. It'll just fuck with your system. Yeah. Like, and then depleting salt is just yeah. super unhealthy. So and at that point, your mindset too, especially for competitors. 
Yeah. Yeah. Just like in the if you're doing a show, just get lean enough. Yeah. Like that's that's really all it is. But um, so high salt, low salt isn't isn't um, really unhealthy. What I will say in if you are sedentary now, I ninety five percent of the people listen or more to this podcast are probably not sedentary because most of our audience trains a lot. So it's safe to say that nobody, this doesn't really apply to many people, but it may apply to, because I've had people that approach me just for nutrition and they don't really train. So this will apply to them. Really high sodium intakes isn't healthy for people who aren't training at all. But when you're training six to eight days a week and you're drinking that much fluids and you're sweating that much, it is needed. So I think that's the different balance. Um, So I don't even know if I answered a question because it was so like long, (laughs) but um, so it does vary. It does vary. Um, whether your salt's high or low, that's not going to affect fat loss as long as you keep it about steady, and that's what I would recommend to most. If you jump up your salt and you have a little extra salt and you gain a couple pounds, don't stress. Um, it's not like the calorie rule with the gaining fat. Um, what else is that all? And then the only other one was my fitness pal recommendations. Oh yeah, that one they suck. Don't don't okay. really focus on them too much. And then they charge you like fifty bucks a year to try to like make it whatever, like you can personalize it. So they charge you 50 bucks for the upgraded version, right? And all you can do is change your your macro numbers. Like that's all. So it's like, just look at your totals anyway. Right. You know what I mean? But people don't like the fact that they're telling you you're 100 grams over. Right. Or protein. they think that it's keeping them accountable yeah. 100% which, which of the time. And, and that's the same thing with like tracking your workouts in there. I think it's retarded because... Yeah. It's so inaccurate. Yeah. Like they can't tell you how much you're burning or how much vigorous activity you did because they don't know your truly your hormonal state, your exercise output and VO2 max, all that shit. Like this is crazy. Did you uh did you listen to the Vigor Life podcast recently? With uh Joel Jameson? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh man, you gotta go listen to that ASAP. I think you should too, uh, Michael, because so what he's talking about is if you guys aren't familiar with Joel Jameson, he you know, he trains a lot of MMA fighters. He trained, he's trained athletes. He's like the conditioning um, king. Yeah, he's like the conditioning king. But, I mean, he, he's come up with, like, some super legit studies. Um, and he cited a bunch uh, as well. But what he was talking about in the podcast was, uh, you know, strength training versus conditioning or, or uh, uh, improving your conditioning, right? And, of course, we know him with the BioForce, HRV, and stuff mm-hmm. like that, heart rate monitor, um, which I didn't know – is the number one predictor for life expectancy in people, right? So people who are constantly tracking their HRV on a regular basis, they can actually, uh, I don't know about pinpoint, but they can pretty, pretty come pretty close to see what that person's life expectancy is going to be. Wow. Right? So that's crazy. Yeah, but then also what he was talking about. (laughs) (laughs) It's like one of those those things that you answered on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite color? Oh, you're gonna die when you're 67. (laughs) Um, But what he was talking about was like uh, you know strength training. Uh, You know, a a lot of these guys are are killing themselves, um, and and women too now are killing themselves. You know, four to six times uh, out of the week, and and what happens? right to the heart right is you know a lot of the major uh walls in in the heart right it'll thicken right so it it, it strengthens your your heart right in in that aspect of things, right yeah, yeah. so but if you if somebody who's more conditioned right maybe does two strength training days a week and then maybe another two or three conditioning days that person's uh wall in their in their heart is going to expand right so for those major 
for those major pathways where, where blood is flowing through, where plaque can get built up. So the reason, right, like you see a lot of these power lifters or uh, competitors, or strongman competitors have having heart attacks at, you know, like in their 50s and even in their 40s, Too much. right, is because their they're, they're heart is strong, right, and, it's, and, and the walls are, are really thick, but they're not able to expand, right, versus somebody who's conditioned or who's 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 better conditioned so if is flat gets built the up type of training they do because exactly, everything exactly. they do is very low rep right wow yeah okay so there's a lot more stress so the heart yeah. has to you yeah. know it has to adapt that's crazy but if it doesn't if it's not able to expand right then there's and then and you get that plaque build up maybe from the food you eat i mean i know you guys are familiar with uh louis simmons and the yeah, yeah. west side barbell guys who just shovel food in yeah. their mouth you know what i mean like if you get a lot of plaque build up They're strong and then yeah. later in life they have man, then attacks. blood can't flow through yeah wow so people who i mean and, and, and people make fun of them but you know guys who really aren't aren't too muscular or, or, you know, they might be cut up, but they're, they're really lean versus guys who are super buff. Right. And I think that's the thing with, especially with guys and in, in egos where it's, it's literally killing them is that they got to be big as shit, right? You got to be five ten and, and yeah. 220 pounds and you got to be able to bench press 400 pounds. Like, man, like we've been there, but does it pay off? And like, you know, you're, you're at a higher risk of injury. You're, you're under that much stress, you know, four to five times out of the week. Right. Like your, your body's going to be, it's going to break down. Yeah. But if you, if you focus more on conditioning and you add in those couple strength days every week, you're actually, you know, you're going to live longer. Your heart's going to be healthier. Your, your muscle tissue, your joints is going to be healthier. Like so, it, dude, it is, it is such an amazing, it's, it's probably the best podcast, the best 30 minutes I've spent listening to a fit fitness professional ever talking about well this what's crazy is like his niche is fighting and performance yeah. and he's talking about longevity and health that's crazy yeah. you know because you don't really associate a, a high level mma fighter with longevity or health right. and the other thing that he was talking about too was you know all these athletes right who perform at 90 percent. let's take uh you know let's take a track athlete for example right you run 100 meters right? You're flying, right? You're, yeah. you're going as hard as you can in that hundred meters. Uh, but a lot of these guys who are training athletes, high level athletes, whether it's NFL, basketball, hockey, you know what I mean? Like they're, they're training at a lower intensity mm -hmm. and people think that man, like, you know, tired is a good training session. Exhausted is a good training session. Like yeah. that person should feel like they can do more once they walk out of the gym. Right. But like, 90% of, of fitness professionals aren't doing that. Yeah. Right. They're just stressing their athletes out even more. Well, you know what? Like, that's why. So I do this with my online clients because I'm not there to tell them, like, you should have one or two reps in the tank. You should go tell about this. Right. But I decided because sometimes my clients, if I'm walking away for a sec, they'll look in my binder and see what they're doing. I added it into their training templates as well. And it's an RPE scale, rate of perceived exertion. And it's perfect because, like, so for an activation drill. Like if I have a, a girl who wants bigger glutes or stronger glutes doing, so for my competitors, like the bikini chicks I have right now, I'll have them do like hip thrusts, reverse hypers, superset it yeah. with some kind of band face pull, pull apart something because upper back and glutes, hams are what we're working on, right? So with them, I'll put that at the beginning, but I put an RPE of like 7.5, 7, 7 to 7.5. And like Nike was like, what's that mean? I'm like, it means you should definitely have two to three reps in the tank. Like, I'm not trying to exhaust you with this drill. I'm just trying to get some blood flow to the areas yep. that we want to perform better. Yep. 
Um, and then even on her big lifts, it says nine. And she's like, really? Like, I thought this was like my compound. I'm like, it is, but I want to be able to do this for the next four weeks and progress, not demolish you week one by going all out RPE 10 every once in a while. We'll throw a 10 in there, but we'll do like one or two sets. You know what I mean? So that's huge. Now I'm curious. Does, did he say these, these, uh, benefits and everything it's cause he does a lot of conditioning stuff, but you were saying strength training. Is mm-hmm. he saying that it's kind of similar? Like as far as the benefits on the heart or so, it, because obviously conditioning is a lot more lighter weight, but super high intensity. Your heart rate gets a lot higher, but I know strength training has a lot of the same metabolic. Yeah. Effects. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not saying don't do strength training or anything like that. What he's saying is that it has, again, it has a different effect, right? They, and they, they all strengthen the heart. But if you're doing that and you're neglecting uh, your intensity, exactly, and and, and you're neglecting your conditioning, um, that's that's the effect is your your lifespan is going to shorten. Right. You're going to have higher risk of injury. Right. All that tension and stress on your body. Your body can only take so much. um, And you got to be I mean, and pretty much mean you'd have to be so on point with your with your recovery. Right. Like you cannot skip a beat if yeah. you're doing that much. And even then it can't it's not going to affect the heart like, so like the, people think it the is. The reason I asked, too, is because on the interview I did with Jeff Nippard for the podcast, which I think is going to be like the next episode airing. Um, I asked him like his preference between low intensity and high intensity because I've heard him speak on it before. And he obviously does my coaching. He is more of a fan with low intensity. But my argument was, look, I train people online and they do five or six training sessions a week, you know, for women, four to five like strength sessions. Right. And then one or two low intensity or I go the opposite and I go and this is more like the vigor people, two to three strength sessions. And then I do three to four conditioning sessions. Right. And I was like, I know you strictly do online now. So like, why do you have that? And he his whole example was and we didn't go through like specific studies, but I've seen him cite them before. Essentially, strength training has a lot of the same metabolic effects as uh, high-intensity intervals. He was like, not only is it hard on your central nervous system, but if we do all the same stuff, your body's not going to get the same adaption or the same variety of uh, cardiovascular health, cardiovascular training. Obviously, we were talking more about fat loss, but I was just interested because it's like, well, that's another token to say like more strength training is good. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think it depends. Well, he also also talked about studies where – uh, people who, who do this higher intensity training, right? Like right from the get, uh, let's, you know, let's call them newbies, right? If they're, they're new to training, right? Everybody at, at that point, they can pretty much do anything and, <laughs> they'll, and, adapt really and well. they'll adapt, right? But over a longer period of time, that person who just, I mean, from, from jump street, they were just working their ass off. Um, they're going to have a lower increase in VO2 max than somebody who, yeah. right? Slowly. And that's why I think it's important to go in waves, right? Like I did for the fucking years, it was like three to four heavy strength days and then like two to three conditioning days. And there was never low intensity. Right now I'm doing five lifting days and a couple low intensity days, which I think is actually good for me because I haven't done that in so long and it's different. Um, And I think that's the big key. Like you should, and it's the same reason why usually things go in phases like rep schemes, right? Like maybe we do a four week period of like lower reps to build some strength to power and then you increase your high intensity intervals and then we go into higher reps and then the next phase is higher reps but during those higher reps you implement some lower intensity cardio because people i don't think people people look at it as high intensity intervals that's cardio strength training that's strength training and they don't they need to look at the reps and the sets and the time under tension because those do have a metabolic difference right i think that's huge 
I don't know how this stemmed from sodium, but yeah, I have no idea either. Fucking knowledge, bro. Let's <laughs> dive. I'm gonna check out that. Actually, podcast. going back to the whole sodium thing. So, uh, my girlfriend makes uh, this cashew chicken. Right? <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. It's Ooh. just like it just flips yeah. so quick. Man, that's how my brain works. Heart, anyway. <laughs> heart rate variability. Cashew chicken. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it sounds so, bomb. So yeah, super so like bomb. a stir fry. It's kind of like a stir okay. fry. Um, but have you ever had uh, Mongolian beef? At like yeah. A t- right. Yeah. So like that real syrupy type shit. That's oyster sauce, right? Oh okay. So oyster sauce, each each serving is like a tablespoon. I think nine hundred and eighty milligrams of, of of sodium. And so, well, she was talking about, well, this is like a, a more healthy version. This and that, like, cause she she cut out some shit, yeah. right, to make it a little bit more healthy. And then I'm looking at the oyster sauce and I'm like, fuck, like 900. And there's four, there's four tablespoons in, in a, in a batch, which doesn't last a day in our house. Like I, like, it's so good. Like I can't stop eating. Right. Even if I'm full. (laughs) So, so I'm like, man, and I was just doing the math. I was like, oh my gosh. Like in just at dinner, I'm having like, I'm almost having like 2000. Yeah milligrams of but that's why like people have more than they realize too right. you know what i mean like certain things like this coffee probably has some sodium in it like yeah. a, there's no calories so i don't add it into my fitness pal like different things like that uh man check out a bottle of johnny's johnny seasoning oh, salt god that shit is so high in salt yeah it's delicious yeah and that's what like my dad has high blood pressure high cholesterol all this stuff like yeah you like he'll make something and you just watch him just Yep. just dumping it yeah. i never argued because it tastes bomb but i'm just like man it's a lot of salt yeah it's crazy and everything like every single thing it cooks all right all right so the next one submitted by coach gallo and uh shout out to him he says he's loving the podcast and is a trainer himself so. thank you bro uh his question is for you guys what uh what books or resources have you used or currently are using to gain knowledge in mobility what books? Yeah. I think books the, or resources. The only yeah. thing I've, and it's not directly to mobility, is the Supple Leopard. That's the only thing I can think of. I, obviously, I haven't dove into mobility a ton, but um, I really just watch your shit and then like Hunter. Yeah. Um, Max, Max Shank. Um, Do they have books though? Yeah. He's got the, oh, okay. the ultimate, ultimate athleticism or something. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Look up, look up Max Shank um, on, uh, you could probably get it on Amazon or I feel like videos are just so much more helpful or maxshank.com. Yeah. So I, I do a lot more just because I, I hate reading. Um, I do a lot more with, with videos and, and you can follow him on Facebook, Instagram. Um, you can also follow everybody on it. So, um, in particular, John Wolf and Sarah Jamison, those two, um, I've actually worked with, uh, in person, actually Max as well. Um, uh, a lot of the FRC guys, so Dewey Nielsen, um, Hunter, Hunter Cook, Cook yeah. man, that dude's a freaking magician with it's his crazy. body. It's like, yeah, it's insane. Um, be like that dangling dude's... his girlfriend up around him. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. crazy. And they just look like they're blended together, yeah. like just a big human spider type of yeah, yeah dude, it's crazy um it's like a nightmare but yeah I, I i mean i'm sure there's a lot of good literature out there um but for me i'm i'm more of you know an audio visual guy like you know if i see something and then i hear how it's explained that just comes from a background in in sports and that's yeah. how i was taught in pretty much uh everything that i do so i i learn and and i i practice better that way um but you can check check out uh max uh max shank his book um 
and uh, you can also go on maxshank.com. Um, and then again, yeah, all the all the on it guys as well. So they're putting out super good content. FRC can stretch everything. I gotta throw out a few things too. First of all, keep listening to the podcast because we're working on some things that we're gonna be giving out for free to the listeners who sign right. up. So one of those things is gonna be mobility. Obviously, I'm gonna do some nutrition stuff. So so keep listening because that's in the works and it'll be out soon. Um, second, when we were talking about Hunter being a spider, it reminded me of uh, um, American Horror Story where the like creepy girl is like crawling on the walls. Yeah, right. Yeah. So. I just have to say, if anybody watched that show, the season finale was garbage, horrible. Did you watch it, Michael? No. Oh, dude, it's I the worst. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. It's like, dude, it's like the worst. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. I watched it last night, and we're the, just sitting there like. Usually, watch them before I get to them, I so know. that's why I figured. You the, the, the thing is, is like you can say that something is horrible, but if somebody loves something, they're, they're gonna they're gonna to watch it anyway. Themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Like people sort of like his jokes. We say they're horrible. But yeah, he likes and he, he believes them. them. Yeah. yeah. I keep, but I keep throwing them out. But there. somebody kind of out like, there laughs. And this is this is this is what it's like, right? Like. His his jokes are like Get the fuck Will Smith and After Earth, right? Like he probably thought it was a good movie, but it wasn't a good movie. His so like, jokes are like his idols. Like, like I had one bad joke, just like he had one bad movie, and the rest are golden. I get oh, what you're saying. So no. the third thing I was going to talk about, <laughs> your all. jokes are Marky Mark's music career, your idol. So the third thing I was going to say is I'm curious. I was going to ask a part of this question, like what books are you reading, mobility or not? But obviously you hate reading, so you're not reading any books. Um, I'm, I'm still going through like the the Gary Vaynerchuk, um, the newest Gary Vaynerchuk book. I can't um, even ask Gary V. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's good because it's just like you can pick and choose. Yeah, and exactly. So I'm not I'm not religiously flipping through that and, and, and reading that like on an everyday basis. But like when I – when I'm looking for something that's something new, right? Cause I think I feel like on a week to week basis or even like on a daily basis, I gotta, I gotta expand a little bit, whether it's through a video, watching a piece of content mm-hmm. on YouTube or something or reading, reading it in a book and little snippets to where like it's, it's really become for me to where I read until I get an insight, yeah. right? Like when I pick up a book and I open up that book, like I'm not reading just to crush a book in, in two days yeah. because I'm not going to retain the information. Mm-hmm. Most people can't. Um, so I'm going to read until I get that, that piece of content that really speaks to me, write it down, implement it. Boom. I like, I like reading. That's why I like reading blogs so much. Cause I know like, all right, I'm going to set aside 20 minutes and I'm going to start and finish this. Yeah. So I've been reading a lot of, I mean like, so Alan Aragon's research review that comes out once a month, but I, I love reading that because there's like six pages and so I can read a page a day, but it's always like, here's a crazy study that would go way over my head, but I'm going to break it down for you and and show you what's important about it, which I love. Um, Lyle McDonald for anybody out there who wants like science behind training and fat loss and nutrition, his uh, website, body recomposition, huge. Um, I'm reading, uh, I'm still flipping through obstacles the way Michael, are you reading that still? Yeah. That one, it's not a book that you just fly through either. It's kind of like I read a chapter and then I have to like sit there and reflect on it. And uh, and the chapters aren't very long, but I've been kind of going through it. I just finished a book. Uh, what was it called? It was just all about money. So every page is like a different. Like, yeah, I saw you snap that. It's good, man. I actually finished this. I can throw it your way if you want because every page is different. But it's literally just about like facts on like saving, um, like 
putting money away, credit, all that shit. So that was really good. My aunt got me that. And then, uh, and then that Greek mythology book I've been going through, but it's like the Bible of Greek mythology. It's huge, but that one's really dope. I actually opened up, uh, I bought this book off of Amazon. I forget who told me about it. It was, uh, it's by Marcus Aurelius. Meditations. Um, Meditations. It was like like a dollar or something, like two bucks (laughs) on Amazon. But that book is really hard to read. It is man. Cause and I was excited about it and I started reading it and I like it, but it's, it's hard to like, like my eyes get tired. Bro. <laughs> I think it's just like my brain it, is like, bro, what, the way he like three speaks pages. and talks, it's just crazy. Yeah. I'll read like one section, like yeah. little like paragraph because yeah. each paragraph is a different thought that he had yeah. and he's, he's a philosopher. So he talks about it, but some of them you're just like, I don't even know what you just said. I can I can understand it. It's I have to read it slower, and then I have to kind of like think about it. It's yeah. it's one of those books that's it's really what is it like sixty pages or something like yeah. that, but like it will take it like it's taken me forever to get <laughs> yeah. through it because you have you got to slow down and you got to think about like man like what is he talking about and then put your and how put yourself in his shoes right exactly. because he's living in I don't know even know what year that was what sixteen hundreds fifteen hundreds more no that was that was way before that. 1800s i mean no what For no mark cerulius was so the roman empire was well, let's google this real quick man i'm always so off with shit 1600s is a long time ago bro. yeah but it was way before that like bc yeah oh okay pretty sure yeah. it was before christ i actually looked up uh, i googled their uh so if you just type in on google images roman empire like it'll show like how much how much of the world that they conquered at one time it's fucking insane damn but genghis khan i was just about to say bro genghis khan is a monster do you know that like 28 percent of civilization is like related to genghis khan that's why i'm one percent asian yeah, dude, like that's why there's McBrooms and my brother sent me this the like family tree and he was like, Bro, we got McBrooms in Taiwan and Malaysia. Twenty seven BC. What wow. is that? Twenty seven before Christ, yeah. So, so it was like that's years like years before Christ. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense when you say it like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, is that sure. is that year twenty seven? Have you guys seen that movie Year One? No. Jack <laughs> Dude, that shit's actually hella funny. Because it goes through like the the adam and eve and like all this stuff but it's jack black so it's just fuck and then that one was michael uh michael uh michael sarah yeah kind of reminds me of you a little bit the only the only reason that i even kind of chuckled at that (laughs) was because the only relation is is the name michael like it was a terrible (laughs) joke again you thought it was hilarious, they but it was a- like. <laughs> Thank you. That was the first time I've ever heard that. He does really? not look like Michael Sarah. I've never heard that in my life. <laughs> that looks like me. All right, we got one more question. Yeah, our final question is from Gigi. I, I just want to say it like that. Uh, <laughs> Gigi Shout out to Gigi. Says online client. And it, and this question speaks to me because he said I, it like that because I told him not to call her Giggy. Is that what I said? I was like, don't say Giggy. I wasn't going to read it that way. Okay, good. Well, that's what, like, the first time I saw the name, that's what came into my head. My girlfriend's like, what? Are you kidding me? It's Gigi. And I was like, oh, shit, you're right. Yeah, but you butcher everything. I butcher everything. I would would not look at that and say, oh, I'm going to call her Gigi. (laughs) I would definitely say Gigi. Gigi, right? No doubt. I've heard the name Gigi Uh, before. I've never heard the name Gigi. Anyway. Um, Anyway, so her question is, is too much sleep a bad thing? 
she said that she literally recently slept 12 hours uh, because of a rough day and uh, wants to know if does that change anything, especially like with burning calories? Too much uh, sleep? So, well, the, with the whole sleep thing, right? A lot of the times, like your body knows, right? Your, your body's going to tell you when you need rest, right? Even if you felt like you might have slept eight hours, you know, every, every day during the week, like, was it restful sleep? How did you feel when you woke up? Like, were you lethargic? Were you tired throughout the day? Like that makes a huge difference. Like if you're not alert, if you're not focused, if, if you have a hard time paying attention, um, throughout the day, um, you're probably not getting a lot of REM sleep. Yeah. hundred percent. And then on top of that, we got to think like, the brain actually uses calories and energy just to think. So if you did have a stressful day or if work's been picking up lately, you've been on the go a lot, you, you've been overwhelmed, have anxiety, depression, you have a lot of thoughts going on, you're just draining yourself, yeah. right? So that's pretty much what I told her too is, was like if you slept 12 hours, your body needed it. On top of that, I was like and, – and as far as fat loss goes, like we know that when you sleep, that's when you're recovering. Yeah. That's when you're – body's taking calories taking nutrients and using them to Repairing replenish muscle, your body yeah. right so i was like if anything you're burning calories and on top of that you're going to perform better in your next session so if 12 hours of sleep is what you got it's probably going to help your fat loss if anything so you never have to think like oh well i'm like and i think my thought was like maybe she thinks that because she was asleep uh like because we know neat burns a lot yeah. of calories moving uh talking doing anything fidgeting um so maybe that's what her mindset was but yeah i think more sleep is better um and if you're it, if you're getting 12 hours of sleep, you need to – like I would let it do two things. One, be happy you got to sleep in and then two, figure out a new routine. Right. Figure out a way that you can get consecutively at least six but push towards eight hours a night. Um, I've been he reading more and more stuff from people talking about like – like, and I'm talking like super successful entrepreneurs that are talking about like one of their biggest habits is that they don't sleep less than seven hours a night no matter what. And they will like cancel meetings if they have to yeah. because it's that like crucial. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. Because then you get the other successful people that are like, I don't give a fuck. I'll sleep two hours and gung-ho. And I, and I disagree with that. Like I know the other day, like this week has been crazy for me. I had like an, I think I had like five new people sign up within like two or three days. So like the last two weeks I've just been cranking out program and stuff forgot my meditation haven't been on point with positive yeah. focus i've been like really overwhelmed i started getting that that anxious feeling again and it was driving me crazy and shannon actually could tell something was up so i just told her what was going on the next day like we woke up and she like forced me to sleep in and it like changed everything like i had the most productive day like i feel so much better like 100 percent. and it's because of sleep like i needed that yeah so i wouldn't stress it i would just make sure you get any just more i mean how much do you sleep every day uh i'm about seven eight hours on those days, because I do, I do coach people um, a couple of days a week at 6 a.m., so I'm up by 5, uh, and then a lot of times I'm... Take a nap? Uh, yeah, I'll take a nap, maybe two or three hours, uh, because I don't usually go to sleep until about 11, 12 o'clock, depends. Um, the other thing, too, is I, I notice that if I'm uh, scrolling on my phone before I go to bed, yeah. like I toss and turn. But if I like if I don't even look at it when before I go in the room and I just put it on the charger, I already have it on do not disturb. I get 100%. I get way better sleep. And, and and people will even say like just completely remove your phone from your room. Lights, or, yeah, anything. yeah. Um, I mean that. Yeah, you can do that. Uh, and I'm sure that it has a, a, an effect. Um, but for me, just to not look at it before I go into the room yeah. and, and just have it on do not disturb. I agree. 
uh, it, it does. And the you trick can for set me. that up automatically. So mine goes on to do not disturb yeah. at 9 p.m. So I know I get off at the latest nine from the gym and then it just turns off. What I would say is, is, is I got a couple things. One, um, if you uh, have a spouse that you are really comfortable with or you're single, get these goggles, bro. They've been selling them on Amazon. They're really popular, like 10 bucks. They're that blue. Uh, what is it? It's like a blue light lens or something. So you can still see any light. You can be on your phone right before until you go to sleep. But, but the way the lens, the it, it blocks out everything from the UV rays in your yeah, eyes yeah. or something like that. So, and they've done studies where sleep is way better, yeah. but they look funky. Yeah. It's crazy. So you got to wear them right going to bed, which yeah. is weird. But um, the other thing is, is if you're really busy, like, so she's, um, I'm pretty sure it's a, she's a baker. I know she's cooks for a living, but I'm pretty sure it's strictly baking. And a lot of times bakeries open really early. They start cooking early. Yeah. Right. So if you have to be up early, you know, you go to the gym in the afternoon, you know, like eight hours is just unrealistic most of the days, except on the weekends, start meditating because that's the only thing that I've ever found and that I've ever seen with clients work similarly to actually getting a restful sleep within a quick amount of time. And it, it is because you shut off your brain, you go through mantras, whatever you need to do. Um, obviously, Gigi, you work with me personally. I know you listen to the podcast. So if you hear this and you want to learn more on meditation, just hit me up because you know I'll help you. But essentially, I think that's probably one of the missing factors for a lot of people that um, that could change a lot if they're not getting restful sleep. Boom. <laughs> If you love the Mind vs. Muscle podcast, want more free content, and you want to support the movement, share this podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review. To get your questions answered on the next episode, see the show notes for our social media handles and hashtag Mind vs. Muscle.